Assalamu alaikum. I'm your Arabic teacher Sam and a very warm welcome back to the Arabic in 60 Steps YouTube channel. And also welcome as well to um, this whole series that we're doing on this 10 day countdown to our relaunch on the 1st of June 2021. Don't know when you guys will be watching this. That's uh, the, na the nature of all this platform, isn't it? That some, you, some of you guys might be watching this in uh, 2023 or whatever. So let's get into it, inshallah. So in the previous lesson, we talked about one of the most common questions that students in the Arabic in 60 Steps program have to do with the meeting of two sukuns and uh, why on earth a kasra appears in that particular situation. So if you haven't watched that, then you can go back and check that out and then catch up with us. So in this particular video, we're talking about something, a really common question that students have and sometimes they overlook. And this is actually in step nine, this is when we talk about hollow verbs. Um, hollow verbs require students to do a little bit of um, a little bit of practice, really. Everything you need, we do cover in the videos, but it's quite a steep jump um, for, for that particular step. But something that students often overlook is when we do these active participles. What do I mean by an active participle? At this stage in the program, what we mean is something pretty much in the fa'ilon pattern. Let me write that up for you guys. So it's pretty much something in the fa'ilon pattern. In the whole scope of the Arabic language, that's not the only pattern that active participles occur in. But, um, but at this stage in the program, it is. And, and for most of Arabic, it will serve you, actually. Okay, so when we're talking about the active participle, we call it this. We call it the ism. The is, ism fa'il. The ism fa'il. That's what we call it for now. So usually, you know, with all of these kind of what we call strong verbs in the program, they fit very nicely into this pattern. So, for example, words that we talked about in the previous lesson, actually. The root letters kateba fit very nicely into it. We get a katebon. So as that's the pa passive participle, the active participle rather, that's the active participle of kateba, right? So a writer. A writer is a katib. Or if we have the word that we mentioned in the last one, abeda, meaning worship. Right? So someone who does abeda is an abid. So we have the word abidun, a worshipper. Some of you guys might have met someone called abid in their life. So yeah, that's a nice name. Someone who is engaged regularly in worship. So you can see how katib and abid, they fit nicely into this fa'il pattern. But we end up with a bit of a problem when we don't have three consonants anymore. We come across verbs like this, like qala, the verb qala, which means to say something. Qala is the most common verb in the Qur'an. It occurs about, you know, 1,800 times in the Qur'an. Another really common one from the Qur'an is this verb kana. Kana. I mean, kana and qala together occur about 3,000 times in the Qur'an. They're such common verbs. I mean, if you think about that, like, between them combined, they occur 3,000 times in the Qur'an. There's only, like, 600 pages in the Qur'an. So, like, on average, they'll appear, like, five times on every page. Just by learning and mastering these two verbs that we do in, um, in step, you know, step nine of the program and step ten as well, um, you, you cover a significant amount of vocab you need to actually piece together an understanding of the Qur'an. Anyway, so like qala, kana, another nice example of this is perhaps the verb sama. We've just finished the month of Ramadan as I'm recording this, so many of us are familiar with this verb sama, meaning to fast. Good, so how would a verb like that fit into it? I mean, when we have fa'il, what do we do with this i letter here? Because we've just got a vowel there. Well, what, what do we do with it? So um, often the, the, the mistake that students make is by assuming that it will take its root letter. So for example, if we look at the verb qala, its root letters are actually qaf, waw, and lam in this case. Um, hence where we have the word aqawl, which means a statement, and its present, and its, um, present tense is yaqulu. So waw is actually its root letter. 
So students may think this, I'm going to put this in red because this is not the correct answer. It's just what students kind of, um, well, when, when they're on their toes and they need to provide a solution to this, they think that a person who is doing the speaking is a qawilun. Qawilun. Or, you know, if we had a verb like um, ba'a, ba'a, which means to sell, ba'a, its root letters are actually ba'a, yeah, and ayn, hence why its present tense is yabiru. They might think this. They might think that its its ism fa'il is ba'yirun. Those are incorrect. That, that's not what we do. What we do is something much easier. One of the most challenging things about hollow verbs is remembering on a verb-by-verb -verb basis what its root letters are. You don't need to worry about that when you do the active participle, because all you do is you replace it with this letter. A hamza al ya. So a hamza on like a ya shape regardless of what its root letters are, right? So much easier than remembering that, you know, qala, its root letter is well, so it'd be qawil, or with ba'a, remembering its middle root letter is a ya, it, it, the, the reality is much easier than this problem that sometimes students create for themselves. Actually, so let's replace that. A, a person who does selling is a ba'ir. There's, there's a hamza in the middle like that, ba'ir. That's what we do. And we do exactly the same instead of this well here. We have a qa'il. Qa'ilun is a person who is a, is a sayer. Um, we, we don't really say a sayer in English. We'd say like a speaker or something. But um, in Arabic, there's a different word, a mutakallim, is someone who's a speaker. But someone who is saying something is a qa'il. We use the verb qa'la for that. That verb is used a couple of, well, many times in the Quran, actually. But most memorably, probably for most of us, is in Surah Yusuf. Qa'la qa'ilun minhum la taqtulu Yusuf. So a speaker from among them, qala qailun minhum, from them, a speaker from among them said, la taqtulu Yusuf, do not kill, do not kill Yusuf, do not kill Yusuf. So that's what we do, right? The, the, the actual solution is much easier than the problem, as I say, that students often create for themselves. So just for me to demonstrate, I mean, let's not do the verb can, I mean, the active part, the, the, the word kain is a word, but we, we, we don't need it here. Um, so qala, the active participle is actually qa'il. Um, Ba'a is one that I'll push to the end so it lines up um, with its past tense. Sama. So the root letters of sama are actually sad, waw, and meme, hence its present tense being yasumu, and um, its mustard, or its most common mustard, um, being saum. Um, so sometimes students assume that it's sawim, a person who is fasting, but a person who is fasting is actually a sa'im. So if you're saying that you're fasting today, you can say I am I am I'm Sa'imun al I'm I am a faster today. Good. So um so that is everything for this particular lesson. Um that, that's that's something quite common that students get mixed up with when we do hollow verbs. But um I have good news for you that actually the the, the actual way you do it is much easier than what some of you students have been thinking when you've been coming across that. So that's everything for this particular video. Please come back and join us um, in our next episode tomorrow. So I wanted to let you guys know as well that all of these episodes are available on our podcast. We've recently reached a really cool milestone on the podcast of 300,000 downloads. So I'd like to thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart for being part of that, for being part of the journey and for supporting it as well. And um, yeah, so that's everything for this particular video. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll be going over another really common question that students have on the Arabic in 60 Steps program as part of our 10-day countdown to the 1st of June when we are relaunching the program. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi
وبركاته